Joining us from Yokohama, Japan, is the CEO of TransSign and Director of the Division of Genomic Technologies at Riken Center for Life Science Technologies, one of the most prestigious scientific institutions in Japan and in the world. Please welcome Piero Carninci. Piero, welcome and thank you very much for joining us at Inspire Me. Thank you, Riot, very much. I'm very much pleased to be here and, uh, and I'm looking forward to have a conversation with you. The definition of success, which we both agree, is not only linked to financial success, although this is important, but I believe it is tightly coupled with the positive impact that one has in the world. The theme of today's talk will be on adaptability, cooperation, and respect for the unfamiliar, which I think are ultimately linked to success. You've been working at Riken, like I mentioned, one of the most prestigious institutions in Japan, and you are a very successful scientist. So the first question that I have for you, Piero, um, is how does being a scientist or simply having a stronger scientific literacy prepare you to be more adaptable? And how does how do you, as a scientist, deal with constantly exploring what is unfamiliar? Oh, thank you. This is a good question. And clearly, the, the essence of the work of a scientist is, is to really explore what we don't know, explore the, and uh, try to look for uh, something that uh, is not known at the moment. So essentially... If you look for a gene that is responsible for a disease, or if you try to understand some biological mechanism, a big part of the work of the scientists is to really look at a lot of data and try to figure out a unifying theory, try to create a model that can explain what really happens. So this clearly exposed us, exposed all the scientists to always explore what was never seen before, what was never written before. And very often the most successful scientists are those that, that uh, challenge a new field or expand the existing field ac across the current boundary. I tell always to my students that they, that they should never be happy to work in the familiar area you should try to stretch yourself outside that boundary and explore new aspects of, of, of science, new aspects of the data, and, and really never be comfortable. So another, another point will be never ever be comfortable. Be always in the area where you are stretching, because stretching means that you, you grow. I think the successful scientists are those that jump from peak to peak, from field to field, and uh, try to put together and making a big synthesis across uh, uh, different fields. So one who has some sort of scientific literacy learns that adaptability is very important. One must accept negative results, follow data and truth, not opinions, no matter where they lead. Is that correct? Oh, sure. And uh, clearly, adapt one, one of the aspects of the, adapt of the adaptability is that the... The scientific model always uh, changes uh, into a better model. And every time that you stick on the previous dogma, you are in a trap. Clearly, uh, the best scientists are those that can uh, really rethink, reinterpret their model on the basis of the new data. If I can bring one example, uh, I work on genomics. Uh, and uh, when I started to work at RIC 22 years ago, we were uh, 
try to make a catalog of genes thinking about the protein coding genes. However, at the end of this exercise, at the end of this project, we understood that uh, there are protein coding genes, but we had a big surprise that was the identification of a new class of genes that is just constituted by simple RNAs that are not making proteins, but are simply doing their function by being RNAs. This was a very big uh, change of paradigms, and uh, it required uh, for myself, for my previous mindset, for my previous beliefs, to really move to a different way of thinking. And uh, actually, this helped to really open a new field. Clearly, the type of the data and clearly uh, push you to really find a new interpretation. You have uh, some hypothesis in mind. You try to verify your hypothesis uh, by creating new data. And very often, the result is different. So the data is trying to tell you something. And you should really forget your original idea. Don't be attached to your original idea, but instead try to see if there is any alternative interpretation, any interpretation against the, the dogma. The dogma is very, is very problematic, or let's say it's very dangerous. People that are prisoners of the dogma will not move far away. And uh, I am always uh, telling to my students uh, that um, they should never believe in those dogmas. Many times the textbook uh, is not uh, correct. Be very critical with the textbooks, with the extra, uh, with, with the, be very careful with the new literature, be very careful with anyone that uh, tries to make one interpretation as the final interpretation. The interpretation will always become better. Some countries have chosen a path of isolation. Although this is a bit of a rhetoric question, would scientific innovation be affected by an isolationist mindset? And what should leaders learn from the scientific community? I think that the scientists have been warning since the beginning of, um, can we name Brexit or some other uh, limitation to travel to US uh, for scientists as well. Uh, scientists have been warning since the beginning uh, that those uh, uh, political decisions are very uh, problematic, very dangerous uh, for the future of science, for the, for the innovation for the creation of uh, new ideas. And uh, it clearly is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna to affect those nations that decided to have a closed policy. But also what um, is, more, is very problematic for the world is that uh, science in those main countries uh, will, will slow down, slowing down the, the general progress in the world for science. Because if science, uh, let's say, US or UK or other big countries will not move fast, of course, this is going to affect everybody. So um, why we need um, a very um, heterogeneous and we need a very multi-ethnic, multi-racial, multicultural uh, society in science, particularly multicultural, because uh, um, the more people that you have with many different cultures, many different reactions, uh, the better, uh, the more different uh, interpretation, the more different outcome you will have when you have a scientific discussion. 
If you have um, excellent scientists, but all of them are uh, uh, from a given school, the likelihood that they will have um, a single interpretation, a single or, or very few, relatively few interpretation for their data that they see, the likelihood that this uh, will provide only one narrow interpretation is very high. On the contrary, if you have um, a large number of people in, in the room and they freely discuss, they openly discuss, they bring their different background, the different way of thinking, and uh, you know, some and some uh, of the culture are more, uh, more prone to discuss, other are, are, are much better at uh, are more analytical. You know, you have many different type of people, and uh, you you clearly can have a different interpretation, different outcomes, uh, different ideas that can be originated by a multi-cultural uh, society. Can I extrapolate from this that political leaders and leaders in general should surround themselves with people who are quite diverse, who may disagree with them sometimes, that rather than live in what is called the confirmation bias, that is surrounding themselves with people who only agree with you, which I believe would kill both scientific progress and why not overall human progress. What do you think? Is it clearly very important to have uh, uh, smarter people that may not always agree with you. And uh, in any field, in science, in politics, you know, you want to have, uh, you want us to have uh, your collaborators that are the, the smartest people around. And unfortunately, we, we, we know the, the, the typical problem of uh, some of the university professors that will hire only the assistant that will not be too smart and too dangerous for their careers. Instead, the, the true leader should always um, aim at uh, recruiting the best in any situation, particularly those that are, uh, that are different. For the success, it's very important to recruit the people that will have uh, some different ideas, so we'll disagree sometimes. So talking about different ideas, you moved from Italy to Japan in 1995. Am I correct? Is it, exactly, yes. You have mastered the language, and now you head one of the most prestigious scientific institutions. On a personal and professional level, what are some lessons in adaptability, cooperation, and success that you can teach us from the experience that you had in a society that is so vastly different from the Italian society? Well, uh, clearly, uh, I, I was coming from uh, a, a small university that is a Trieste in the north, northeast of Italy. Most people will not know that. And I was coming for uh, I was coming to Riken for a postdoc, and it was uh, really fairly scary to have uh, all the best uh, young postdocs of Japan in the lab coming from the best universities, and I really thought, wow, we should I should really I should really put myself into this experience with full mind and body and soul, and and really and really try to improve myself because I, I had the confidence uh, but actually not not so much confidence at that time when I arrived in the lab everybody is so smart so prepared and working so hard and I say well let's uh, jump into this and uh, with a lot of passion and actually I mean this work is passion and uh, I had a very interesting project and I started to develop my, my project quite quite soon and I went full time for probably one or two years I, I really spent uh, 
many long hours in the lab, learning uh, uh, the science, developing my science, uh, and learning how to how to do things well. And actually, what I notice is that uh, once I start to uh, engage myself in in a research, I found that many people in the lab were strongly supportive, and I found. Uh, in many many colleagues uh, at that time, uh, very strong supporters. No, you need uh, you need to to find your supporters in an environment where where, where you are, and uh, by in a way putting myself uh, uh, as a, uh, equal with the other members of the lab, uh, putting myself on the same uh, on the, at, at 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 the same level and uh, pushing at the same level. That helped quite a lot to be to gain respect from from several people, and actually with several of them we are still very very good friends, and we are still uh, working together in broader collaboration now. So this is one 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 uh, one of the key points. But the other point uh, is that um, yes, it's good to it's good to kind of uh, melt yourself into into the new system to to really have a full immersion. Uh, and actually, is 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 a is life changing experience. I think I think that people should try to do that. Uh, but at the same time, also you need also to remember who you are, what is your uh, your preparation, your education, your culture, your way of thinking, your different uh, ability to interpret things in a different way, because sometimes. Uh, uh, after being abroad, uh, being in, in, a, in a fairly homogeneous environment, uh, I was the only foreign postdoc for a while, and I, I noticed that um, I, I, I have uh, different interpretations, a different uh, way to take risks, uh, different reactions, uh, and a uh, different way to, to step back and look at the data. And that part was, is also very important. So first, uh, Try to merge, but then step out and uh, and try to and try to remember, uh, try to make, be be aware that uh, if you have your intuition that are based on your preparation that is different from from everyone's around, that uh, can also be valued uh, a big value for uh, this kind of interaction. And uh, I, I think that was uh, successful because at a certain point I start to follow some of some of my instincts. And some of my ideas that were not based on uh, on the input that I have uh, received here, but actually some of the input that I received when I was educated in Italy or when I was in my first lab in Italy. So clearly, you know, this is remembering, you know, and uh, pay attention also to your own uh, uh, instincts, your own thoughts, and uh, try to bring together, try to discuss uh, based on, uh, and try to merge two different ways of thinking was quite important. Piano, thank you very much for your fantastic remarks and for being with us on Inspire. Thank you, Riot. This was Inspire Me and I am your host, Riot Fortuna.